Hello, hello, and welcome to the Embody Your Soul podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Shelley, also known as a modern medium. And the mission of this podcast is to create a very sacred space for us all so we can tap in and discover our divine selves through spiritual connection and best practices. If you are new here, thank you so, so much for finding me. And if you are a regular listener, thank you so much for tuning in every week or every month and staying patient with me during my lulls or when I feel spontaneously inspired. I really, really appreciate you all for supporting the podcast and supporting the platform and supporting my work. If you haven't already, make sure to give this podcast a follow wherever you love to listen, along with sharing the podcast or sharing any episodes that you feel would really benefit or soothe or enlighten or bring joy to your family, friends, or loved ones. And make sure to give me a follow on Instagram at the modern medium underscore. And last but not least, if you feel ready or when you feel ready and feel called to book a reading with me or explore any sessions with me, please head to my website at themodernmedium.co where you can explore my private sessions, mentorships, soul path sessions, or you can also go to my Instagram page and my link in my bio has all of my sessions ready and available to book along with discovery call links for both any kind of general questions, sessions, and I also have a separate link for mentorships. Hello, you guys. I'm so excited to be back and to be in the role with the podcast again. Thank you so much for being so patient. I had such a beautiful and big May of travel, going to New York with my family, then dog sitting, and then Hawaii, and now I'm finally back at at my desk in my little studio, quite literally, the studio within the studio, and I'm really, really excited to be finally editing and releasing these amazing, potent conversations with incredible practitioners, thought leaders, beautiful humans, as well as sharing some solo episodes, some beautiful knowledge that I have acquired in the last couple months, and I am just really actually excited about this one. This was kind of a random revelation when I was really sifting through what stage of life I'm in right now. I've moved through so, so much since January. I've literally had three friend breakups and a romantic breakup all within January. February was my birthday month, so that was like almost a break, which was funny. Then March, then April, and... May. I also had a really kind of shifting conversation with a family member. And so all in all, it's just been a huge, huge like year already. And I am just really excited to begin the summer really fresh, really eager. My heart is open. I'm ready for community. I'm ready for welcoming in my beautiful divine masculine. It's just all amazing. I'm excited for the summer. So anyways, I guess that was like kind of a tangent, but I was really laying in bed and I was sifting through my anxiety of the unknown and the stages of the unknown and, you know, what to expect and what's going to happen and the how and the why and the what. And it was wild. I all of a sudden kind of got this download. And to be quite honest with you, I'm not obsessed with knowing 
who this specifically came from or where it came from. But all I know was it was just really this divine revelation within myself. And I'll identify it as my soul, as my soul remembering really the path to peace and understanding how to look at the unknown and maybe just how to at least identify with it, how to understand it. And just by simply understanding it, that could begin a path to peace. So what came to me was this three-part scenario, this these three stages of the unknown and where they come from and the origins of them. And once I began to actually identify them in this like three-part scenario, I will say I found so much more peace with the unknown. And the unknown for all of us is so different, whether that's, you know, with a career or with love life, with moving states or countries, neighborhoods, with any kind of relationship, with health, with wellness, with our spiritual journey. It really is for everything. And I, you know, of course, I'm not perfect. I have not mastered facing the unknown, but I will say in the last couple months, this has really helped me at least just have peace with it and accept the unknown for what it is. And especially in understanding and accepting that we are not meant to know everything. Personally, I also think it's just a part of my personality. I am never really obsessed with being super detail-oriented or understanding exactly why or exactly what. I just, I would say I'm pretty naturally accepting of what is and I'm I'm pretty free-flowing with the unknown. I don't know. I, I also wouldn't say, I think I'm more resilient than stubborn. I would say I'm pretty open-minded. So again, anyways, I'll kind of, I'll explain this three part in a way in the best way I can where it can come from a very third party lens and then I'll dive into where I stand with it just so I can help you with at least a perspective that can relate to it. So anyways, let's just get right to it and I really, really hope this helps and I would love to also hear your feedback on it and how you identified with this, how this has maybe opened up anything or it's been a beautiful addition to your beautiful pie of life. And I would just love to hear your thoughts about it. But I wanted to share this because this has personally helped me. So there are three stages and let's begin with the first stage. So the first stage is about worthiness. And within worthiness, I realize that there is two scenarios. So scenario A is we have no idea what we want, but in parentheses, we actually do. And we always do. We just don't believe we are worthy enough to see. We don't believe we are worthy enough to know exactly what we want. We're kind of beating around the bush. We're sidestepping and we're not actually being pinpointed and true with ourselves. Scenario B, we know exactly what we want or need, but we just don't believe we are worthy. So the first one is really about, well, I wouldn't say I don't want to blame you for not knowing what you want because sometimes we just don't and that's okay. But also when you are in that state of confusion and unknown of, you know, what do I want? 
in the end, I promise, you really do know what you need. You really, really do. It's all within us. We just have to give ourselves the time and the space and the capacity and the compassion to listen and to hear that, yes, this is actually what is best for me and really silence the noise of other opinions, borrowed stories, thoughts, and anxieties. And then, yes, scenario B is just the fear. We feel that we are so separate from what we desire. We feel that we are so far away. And this worthiness piece comes from the feeling of being separate from God, feeling the feeling like we are separate from the light, from the universe, from oneness, when, of course, that is just the biggest lie in the world. It is such a borrowed thought. It is such a egoic and made up thought. We are all worthy and we are all one and we are we are light and we are dark. We are light and we are shadow. And the doubt and the unworthiness is simply just the shadow of trust. It's the shadow of faith. It's just know that it's just all a part of it. I mean, we all know this. Like, yeah, there's there's no, I don't know. I guess I'm, I feel like I'm kind of beating a dead horse. You know what I mean? I don't want to over explain it because I feel like it's pretty simple. There's just no, there's no shadow without light and there's no light without shadow. And then there's the second stage. There's the how. And in the how, we are really terrified of the how. We have no idea how it's going to happen. We have no idea how we're going to get there. We want to know exactly the steps of how we're going to get there, when it comes to us, where we're going to be. And having no idea of when it's going to happen and how it's going to happen is really crippling. And we don't, you know, we want to know how long the process will take. We want to know how we can get there as fast as we can. We want to know, or even if we're scared of the speed or we don't want to get there, we want to not paralyze it. We want to procrastinate it. We want to inhibit it. And we just become really paralyzed on honestly either sides of the coin of either wanting to get there, not knowing how, wanting to get there as fast as we can, wanting to do everything it takes to get there, and being really, really impatient or just being so paralyzed by, oh my God, like, I don't know how it's going to happen. I'm terrified of this process. And the how definitely comes from impatience and anxiety and impatience in the process of the divine, in impatience in our divine calling, our divine plan, our divine will of what is meant for us and how everything is meant to happen, how everything is meant to be laid out. And it's just, it's such a drag, honestly. And as I, you know, now step in as someone who will be the soundboard of how I personally relate to this, I will say this is a stage that actually gives me a lot of anxiety. I currently have a lot of anxiety around a few things. I would say, number one, uh, if you guys have been following me on Instagram, uh, I'm not sure. I think I've mentioned it in a couple of my episodes, but I'm recently single as of March, and the hell of meeting my future partner is really terrifying to me. 
But the funny thing is, I know I'm so worthy. Like, I am beyond worthy. I know, honestly, I know what I desire and so much more. I also know that what I desire, I'll get tenfold because God and spirit know me better than I know myself. And they know exactly what I need. And God always meets my needs beyond my human capacity, beyond what I could ever imagine. So the worthiness for me is there. Like, I know I'm so worth it. And I won't jump to the third stage yet, but that's what's just so funny is the how is I'm like, oh my gosh, why can't I just relax into the mystery? And I so want to. So that's honestly what I'm really personally working through in this moment is having acceptance with the how and being incredibly present rather than letting impatience and letting anxiety take the wheel. Now we come to the third stage, which is the outcome. And I would say the outcome is so, the fear of outcome is very, very common. I would say especially with clients, I think because when stepping into your spiritual practice for the first time or saying yes to spirit, the fear of the unknown is really scary. You don't know what's going to happen. And also when it comes to saying yes to spirit and to your spiritual abilities, we believe that we, there's this ridiculous belief that we lose control when in fact like control is such a fallacy and control is just so man-made it's so just not it at all and what control should actually be relabeled as is presence and awareness and peace and so anyway so before I go on the tangent the outcome is really all about feeling like you're out of control of what you want. You want the outcome to turn out exactly as you hoped. You are so attached to the outcome that if the exact outcome of our dreams or manifestations do not come to life, you feel worthless. You feel like you messed up. You feel like you did something wrong. You feel like you pressed the wrong button or you wrote the wrong thing down. Your manifestation technique was off. Like it's just, it's a whole whirlpool. And then, you know, Also, we've faced the experience, I believe every single one of us, where we have felt really disappointed by the outcome. We have felt really let down by, you know, our people, by our environments, but of course, more importantly, by ourselves. We really feel like we've let ourselves down when really the outcome, it's it's something that is so truly meant for us. And I know that sounds so simple and probably really unhelpful and not super specific and kind of vague, but the outcome is so divine and it is every single outcome is for our highest good and the outcome is always for like it's always the highest outcome whether in the moment it is so downright shitty or it is absolutely amazing, there is a reason that outcome happened and from point A to point Z, there's always a reason why the outcome took place. But also when you are able to take a step back and you can look at the outcome, you're saying, damn, that's why. Because I had to learn this lesson. Because I had to let go of this. Or this happened because I am so ready to welcome this in. 
because this is exactly what was meant to be and it just felt so good. So the outcome is funny too because when I'm now stepping into how I personally relate to this, I would say I'm also pretty, I'm okay with the outcome. I've had several instances in my life where I have realized that either the outcome is obviously a product of my circumstances, of my thoughts, of my beliefs, of my reality. So I've come to terms with like, you know what? The outcome is all on me. Like that is me. Uh, But also the outcome, you know, I love, so this is like such a dorky way for me to, you know, talk about the outcome. But, and I also know not everyone can relate to this because my mom listens to the podcast. So thank you, mom, for being the best gift giver in the entire world. She just gets me. She gets my style. She gets my color and my scheme and everything. So the way I love to phrase the outcome for me is I think of the outcome as, you know, getting a gift from my mom because not only is it, you know, what I never, I I sometimes I never even expected her to get me it, but it's better than I ever expected. That's really the case and that's really kind of the silver lining for me is the outcome is always way better than I could have ever expected and the gifts that she gives me are way better than I could have ever expected. And then when I've started to add that playful note but also the acceptance of the outcome, it's just turned out so much better and also with the sense of expectation. Again, when it comes to wanting control of the outcome, expectations really, really disappoint us. And I think we can all nod and agree on this. And if you are someone who is really good at lowering their expectations or having zero, you know, kudos to you. It's not easy. And sometimes it's not every time. But if you're someone who feels like they have expectations for everything, you're not alone. Your story is not unique. There's so many people who hold expectations because they they really value X or they really, you know, they have high standards or, you know, they just really, really want something and or they have a whole picture of how it's going to turn out but really the outcome unfortunately we we associate the outcome to our worth and it's just so interesting again when I say worth and just how it all ties in with like the whole loop of this three-pronged cycle of the unknown so anyways I am now going to kind of dive into The ideas like deeper into what really makes you spiral in each of these stages, but how we can begin to ask ourselves questions and explore these spaces of these three stages and how these questions can begin to bring you into deeper acceptance, deeper understanding, unlocking some limiting beliefs, and we can just begin. And this is where I also kind of, I want to say, because for 
for you and for a lot of people, the way to move through these stages are so freaking unique. And I also am kind of ending the, I wouldn't say ending, but I'm really ending with the concept of introducing these questions to you to explore because that's kind of where I'm at, to be honest. I haven't really found the answer or the answers to overcome the unknown because I think it's just always something we're going to face. It's something that's never going to be incredibly easy, but it will get easier. And there's also some unknowns that are going to be really fun and really easy and really playful to move through. But there's also going to be unknowns that are really, really hard. And it's just going to come with life. Life doesn't get easier, but we can certainly create more ease and find more peace within it. Let's begin to ask ourselves, what stage makes you spiral? Is it the first? Is it about worthiness? Where do you feel unworthy? What is the story you tell yourself that makes you feel that you are unworthy or believe that you are unworthy? Where can you begin to remind yourself how worthy you are of all the love, health, success, joy, and more? How can you begin to make yourself feel worthy today? Again, unworthiness comes from feeling separate from God, separate from the light, separate from your soul and from spirit, from truly intuition itself, and feeling that you are not worthy of love and support. But like I've said before, that is far from the truth. And no one on this planet has any more awesome DNA than anyone else. And if someone is more successful, if you see or if you believe someone is more successful, either that is just a borrowed perception of, you know, is that really what success means to you? Or if you really do believe that person is successful in your eyes and you resonate with their success, it's because they've put in the work. And they've put in the work to know and to remember and to embody that they are so worthy. And we are all simply mirrors. So know that when you look at a mentor or look at someone, a role model or a teacher, a guide, anyone that you really, really admire and respect, know that they're simply mirrors of you. We resonate with certain people because they are mirrors to us. We resonate with certain people because we are meant to learn something from them, whether it's a blip, whether it's a second, or it's just, or it's a lifelong journey, or it's a season. So begin to really dig and ask yourself, what is it about you that makes you believe that you are separate? That you are separate from God. You are separate from the light. You are separate from all that is beautiful. Because you are all that is beautiful. You are a part of it. Number two. So the how. And again, like I've mentioned, this is where I personally struggle. And that's what's interesting is I'll reiterate, again, I really do believe I am worthy. And I also know that my outcome will be better. Like way better than my human sweet, beautiful brain could ever imagine because God and spirit have way better ideas than I do. However, it's, again, it's the how that makes me really anxious and I get really frustrated and impatient. And 
I go, you know, I'm throwing my hands up and I'm doing all the things, you know, what more do you want from me? But however, I keep being reminded of all that I'm doing is wonderful and there's really nothing more I need to do and all that I can do is continue to show up, continue to be present because in presence, that's where we really have it all. That's where we recognize that we are all that is. That's where we recognize that we can actually act upon anything that we need to. That's where we can recognize, I actually don't need this, or I do need this, but I need to make a change, or you know, something isn't working, or this is working, and I'm going to keep leaning into this. And I'm going to kind of keep saying I, but also hopefully, again, you can relate to this, is all personally I can do is continue to show up. And sometimes it still sends me spiraling. And it's funny because spirit has said to me, you want to know the how, but what are you doing? That is the best part. If we told you how X was going to happen, you would have never gone through with it. Or if we told you how this was going to happen, you would have been anxious the whole time. You would have been waiting for it to happen. You wouldn't have been present. So that's really the point of the beauty and the mystery of the how. It has forced me to enjoy the mystery of life. And there would be no fun or no lessons if we knew everything that was going to happen or or how everything was going to pan out tomorrow or next week. And we're not meant to have a cheat sheet on all of our soul contracts. We're not meant to have a cheat sheet on tomorrow. Plus, it's how it's how great stories come about. It's how beautiful success and love stories and, you know, revelations come about. But really begin to understand, you know, what is it about the how? Do you feel, you know, do you have the tools? Do you have the support? Is there something in the how that you need to take away? Is there something in the how that you think would be a beautiful addition? Is there anything you need to change? But when you really feel either, okay, you know what, I'm procrastinating and the how is not going to happen unless I actually intentionally act upon this mission or this journey, then do that. Begin to take those baby steps and question, what are the baby steps I can take? Like they're so stupid and so minute. Literally, if it's like blocking out your calendar for 15 minutes, that's that's a how already in the direction. But also, how is also really hard because it is really about being present. It's really, really about opening yourself up to the internal eye of you and saying, you know what? I see it all when I am present. I feel it all when I am present. And it is the most amazing feeling to be in that gap of I am present and I am aware and I don't need to do anything right now besides be right here. All right. So number three, the outcome. Think about it. If you controlled every, you know, if you controlled every step to the outcome, if you actually got exactly what you wanted, let's say you wanted something, you know, right now, and then six months later you got it, think about it. Would you actually want it? And also, 
sometimes if you knew exactly like every single minute detail of the outcome, it would you would also be missing out on a lot of beautiful lessons and you'd be missing out on really also the journey too. And one of the greatest things, I know I've mentioned this earlier, but I'll say it again, is outcomes are truly meant for and are the greatest outcome for our highest good. And you may be hearing this and you may be really mad, maybe thinking seriously, because whatever the outcome was, it was terrible. It was horrible. And you think this is going to make it better. Like, screw you. However, every outcome has an element that serves as a reflection. If the outcome didn't turn out as you expected, why? Maybe because there is something in this outcome that reflects a lesson that is still very relevant in your life that you need to learn. And in the end, this outcome either forced you to pivot finally or face your fears or this outcome actually ended up being way better, again, way better than you could have ever expected. And if the outcome was like capital, capital H horrific, why? Where is the growth for your highest good in this? Where did you allow yourself to miss the signs? Or where is the medicine is this, in this that you can eventually be able to provide for others and the collective? And then if the outcome is better than you could have ever imagined and more, Why? Maybe because you fully trusted in God, fully trusted in spirit, and you knew that they like knew you and they knew what you needed better than you could have ever perceived in your beautiful, in your beautiful mind. And I really want to also repeat this channeled message. It was one I got a while ago from my master guide, and it was incredibly helpful and it actually I believe it's a perfect way to tie up this conversation but also I believe it just relates to the entirety of the unknown to each stage and also it I feel it really deeply resonates with the whole cycle but also each stage individually that's what I meant to say so about a year ago I received a message and Ishmael said the answers will distract you And it was such a light bulb moment for me realizing that if I had all the answers and I knew the outcome exactly, it would totally distract me from the entirety of the journey. It would really, truly throw me. It just, it would just throw me. It wouldn't, I wouldn't be present. I may, I wouldn't be accepting. I probably wouldn't be compassionate. I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't be being where I need to be in order to achieve or obtain or reach where I'd want to be. And the joy of the outcome you would probably take for granted if you knew the answer. I mean, again, it's no fun. The joy of, again, it sounds so silly, but the joy of me opening up a Christmas present or birthday present for my mom is I kind of gave her an idea of what I wanted and say she like gets me what I asked for, but it's 10 million times better than I could have ever expected. And that's how I really love to perceive the outcome. And again, I know 
it's really, really hard to hear when it comes to an outcome where whether you're rejected by someone, whether that's a friend or someone you really, you really dig, you have a really big crush on and you really wanted it to work out or with a job or you just had a terrible outcome. Know that it's truly for your highest good. It is for your absolute most beautiful, expansive soul development. And no, you also have to accept you chose to incarnate on this earth. You were so excited to incarnate as a beautiful human being so you can understand the lessons and the strength and the faith it takes to be a part of the journey and be a part of the unknown, to witness the unknown. Because the unknown is so magical. That's where we that's where we build resilience. That's where we build faith. That's where we build trust within ourselves. That's where we begin to lean on and create our toolbox, whether that's with people or in our practice or in our environment. I mean, how wondrous is that? And there, again, there'd be no fun if you had a cheat sheet. I really, really hope this helped. I hope it brought you more peace. I hope it maybe hopefully made the outcome a little less daunting. I know sometimes the outcome, the teeth will still be sharp at times, but I hope that you could at least feel maybe more accepting of what is and what is meant to be for you, but also accepting of you and your path and giving yourself so much grace along this journey. So I love you and I'm so here to cheer you on and support you and I am so, so excited. I hope this is an episode that really landed with you when you needed it and please do not be shy to reach out to me on Instagram or on my email and let me know how, again, how this landed with you, how this resonated with you. I'd love to hear your feedback, love to hear your thoughts. And if you haven't already, make sure to give this podcast a follow wherever you love to listen and make sure to also give me a follow on Instagram at the modern medium underscore. And of course, when you feel ready and feel called to book a reading with me, please head to my website at themodernmedium.co where I have all of my services available, or you could head to my Instagram where I have the link in my bio and all of my services are available as well as discovery calls. I love you guys so, so much. Thank you for everything. Thank you for your support. And I will see you guys next time.